What's going on, everybody? It's your boy, Cam. I'm here with my lovely wife, your host, Vicky Logan. And me. It's me. It's me again. It's me. It's me. Uh, Cam, your your other host. <laughs> and uh, it took us a while. It took us about 27 and a half minutes to figure out the topic uh, on tonight. Um, we, we, we oscillate. Oscillate. Is that the right term? We, we go back and forth. Uh, deciding who's going to choose the topic <laughs> probably use that word wrong but this night um, my lovely wife she uh, failed to come up with a Why did you say that? <laughs> I, it just sounds funny <laughs> she failed uh, to... you have failed this city <laughs> she failed to well, come up with a, you in my a topic uh, that would be suitable for uh, our viewing audience and listeners. So uh, what we did was we solicited and commissioned our followers on Instagram to help us decide what we we're going to talk about tonight. And tonight, Keon Hill DB uh, hit us with a wonderful question. The question is, what are some behaviors that you've had to unlearn since being married? And I'll preface all of this by saying this. In the first several years of our marriage, I learned one valuable thing, and that is being married, I have learned so much about myself. Like, you are showing me who I really am. The good, the bad, the ugly. And it's not that you're, like, pointing it out. It's just, like, when I'm looking at you, like, you're, like, yeah, this is, this is it. Like, this is you. The first thing that I realized, and I believe I may have like came to this after like a marriage retreat or something. I was like, dude, like you're really selfish. Oh, wow. I, I really meant to say prideful, but, but prideful, pride. Prideful is a word. Kind of, it, it's in there. Well, so like selfish being. I wouldn't think you were selfish, no. Well, there are degrees to selfishness. And when you're in a marriage, you have to continually be giving of yourself to your spouse because like we, we say this often and it's in the word. Our lives, once we become one, like I just can't do whatever I want to do, even though I can, I can't, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like you should be included in pretty much the majority of my decisions Back. and the things that I do. And there are moments as a young married man that that young men can make these decisions or make uh, or do things without the counsel and guidance of your wife i'm the man i you know i make the decision i do it but sometimes you shouldn't make a decision without first talking with your spouse talking with your wife mm -hmm. let's be clear Let's be clear. And then the pride comes in when it's like we have been trained in the African-American society that when men are going through things to not show, show no emotion. Yep. To not show emotion, to not show when you're dealing with stuff, to not let people know when you when you're going through tough situations and tough times. Figure it out. Yeah. You get hit in the chest. Don't you better not cry. Yeah. And it's like, dude, that hurts. 
Mm-hmm. And I'm going to go there. I'm going to go there for, for a minute. And it stems from the African-American community not wanting their sons to grow up and be quote unquote soft or homosexual. Yep. And showing your emotion does not make you homosexual. Not at all. Showing your emotion just lets people know that you're human. I'm only human. Why? Why? These things have been twisted and perverted to what now some people can consider toxic masculinity to where it got to a point that's so bad. It it went to the other extreme where it's like, you just exude in brute force, you know, on any and every one without considering anyone. And that's selfish Mm -hmm. and that's prideful. Pride is when you just puff yourself up to, to, to think like everything that you do glitters with gold. And I mean, it's, your decision is the end all be all. Then that's not the case. Pride can also be not wanting to show emotion to prevent your spouse from seeing you in a vulnerable or weak position. Um, it's more like an insecurity thing. Like you don't want to come off as insecure. Like you don't mm-hmm. have things together. So then you hold back information or you try to act like you have it all together, but really you're scared. So you do it out of fear. Pride can also come from a fearful place too. Yep. It can either be narcissistic or fearful. Yep. And I think yours, I don't think yours is narcissistic because I don't think you're a narcissist. I think you were just trying to be a really good husband and didn't want need to see you not and this is just my perspective not um not doing your job or not um being there for me because you felt like I was your responsibility now and you're a perfectionist so of course you want things to look a certain way you want me to be taken care of a certain way and you didn't want to fail mm-hmm. and you also didn't want to feel like you weren't doing your job as a husband if I had to step in and help you out Right. So like as a man, you compartmentalize so many things. And when it comes to being a new husband, you're in this role. Like this is like one of the things like I I just I, growing up, like it's like, man, like I want to be a husband and a father. And I want to provide for my children. I want to, you know, you know, take my wife and my family on lavish vacations and, you know, pay for everything because that's what I saw. And, and I want to provide, uh, uh, my children with the most amazing experiences for their birthdays and Christmas. And like, cause that's what my dad, I mean, it just, that's what my dad did. I just, every year, like from a, from a little shorty, I remember, I just remember every summer we, we went to Florida, we went to Disney world. Like, that's amazing. That is. because Not a lot of us have that experience. And, like, we got pictures, and it's like, I just remember those times. I was like, dude, like, that, that's what I want to do. And so I'm trying to get myself in the husband mode as, as we're newlyweds at this particular time. And 
you know, we talked about it like you weren't making any money like that. No. Um, I had just got a, a new job. I'm a, you know, new hire. So I'm traveling. I'm, I'm working hard. I'm, I had an hour commute there, hour commute back home. I, lot bar- of, I barely saw you. <laughs> lot, I mean, yeah. The first year or two of our marriage, I barely saw Cam. Because I, I traveled like every other month. Um, it was it was hustle and bustle. I spent a lot of time alone. Wow. New job. See, see, I see. I forgot about now that. You get, you, you, see, great job, Keon. <laughs> and we eat out a lot now. Mm-hmm. We did not. No, we didn't go out to eat a lot. That's we why I was not. cooking so much. People were like, why did you stop cooking? Because I like to go eat. I was cooking did, out yeah. of the fact that I that's what we could afford to do. Yep. Like, it was a lot of in the crib, like, watching yes. movies and eating a lot of time at home. A lot of time at home. Like, I packed lunch for work. Mm-hmm. I can't, can't tell you the last time I packed the lunch. And it was just like, it came to a point where you were like, babe, like, do you need help? And this was like maybe a year or two later, or you had to start, you know, generating some income. Yeah. And you're like, babe, like, what's going on? And, I, and just the weight of the world just felt like it's on my shoulders. Like, yes. Paying all the bills. And I wasn't making like no astronomical amount of money. Mm-mm. You know, I was making new college grad money as expenses and things are like, you know, things started going up. Because every year that you live in somewhere, the cost of living goes, goes up, up. Mm-hmm. inflation. And it was just like, man, like, I'm trying to figure out, like, I'm, I was about to get another job. Like, I was trying to hustle. I was, okay, let me do this. Let me take pictures on the side. Let me, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's, that's just me. Like, I'm going to do whatever I can before I ever, like, just quit. Like, I'm, I have <laughs> six jobs. <laughs> he don't know? get tired. Like, I'm a hustle because I don't like to ask nobody for nothing. Facts. I'm the same way, too. I don't want to ask nobody for nothing. Mm-hmm. I may have asked my dad for money when we were married maybe once or twice. I never wanted to be the child that, oh, yeah, man, my son always asking me for money. Yeah, I had to do this. Like, I never, I never want, wanted that to be me. And your parents, you know, obviously that's what they're there for those of you that have good relationship with your parents or whatever. And my, it was no problem for my dad. It was just like, he was like, dude, like, why didn't you let me know? Or like, why didn't you tell me? Or why didn't you this, that, and other? And then there's the other part. Like, I didn't want anybody telling me what I should do with my money. You know, oh man, you ain't managing your money right or whatever. whatever. Like I didn't, I just didn't want to be wrong. Yeah. And I learned that about myself in the first two years of our marriage. It's like, dude, like I don't want to be, I don't like to be wrong. But and that actually started as a child, like in school, like I wouldn't really raise my hand, even if I knew the answer to the question, just because be I didn't want to be wrong. Then, but the crazy thing about that is, is even though you didn't want to be wrong, you were trying so hard to do everything right yourself that things were still going wrong. Right. <laughs> like. I mean, it doesn't help if you doing all the work and trying to take care of everything yourself and then something don't get paid. And then I'm like, what happened? Why didn't you tell me before? Yeah. You could have resolved. You could have solved this issue before it happened. If you would have just let me know that something was not going right. But because you didn't want to be wrong, you ha- it went wrong anyway. It's like you might as well say something. Yeah. And so... There's another valuable lesson. Like 
Sometimes we can be so caught up in trying not to be something that we end up being that the you very end thing up, yeah, that, that you, you don't want to be. Absolutely. This is like about to be ministry now. Like, <laughs> like I feel like so many parents yeah. don't tell yeah. their kids stuff because they don't, they don't want them to, they don't want them to see fail. them in that or they don't want them to know that they failed. So then they don't tell their kids and then their kids grow up and they're frustrated with their kids because they're like, why are you doing that? And you know, as the parent, you know that you went through the same thing, but you're not telling them. And then you end up telling them or your child finds out and they're like, dude, why didn't you tell me? I didn't have to go through this if you would have told me that this is what you experienced. Like you could have helped and you could have helped me and guided me through this situation. Right. But we're so caught up in, in, in ourselves and being prideful. I saw this post one time. I don't know if it was Dr. Caroline Leaf or if it was somebody else, but it's like, it was some therapist or something, but it's basically the idea that we, we try so hard to make people believe or no, we try so hard to not have people see that we're not as great as they think we are. Mm. Like we want people to see the best part of us. We don't want them to see that we actually have flaws, but everybody has them. But for some reason, we try to shield people from those flaws in order to have an image of not perfection, but just like you have it together. Like we don't want people to see that we're just like them. You know what I mean? Isn't that weird? Yeah. Because we know that we're not perfect, but then we still try to hide imperfections as if people don't have them. Like it's like a it's like this the fear of I forget what it's called, but it's like the fear of people seeing that you're not as cool as they think you are. It's crazy. And that well dang you just you just went in on yourself now I feel like I gotta say something too. Okay, well something I've had to unlearn. Let's unpack this. I feel like I've talked about all of my uh shortcomings on social media and the like YouTube. I mean I pretty much expose myself all the time um because we've talked about this a lot but how i've had to unlearn um i've had to unlearn hiding my emotions and like unlearning um kind of kind of i think it was kind of a i don't know if it's pride maybe it is pride it's kind of the same thing that you dealt with but in a different way it's more so like i was trying to portray this image of being strong and things not getting to me like i've had to unlearn the defense that i had it's like the never let him see you sweat kind of thing and i've kind of always had that mentality in relationships because when i was growing up like if i expressed emotion or expressed how i felt about things people basically said it was stupid or that my feelings didn't matter as much because I didn't go through anything or I didn't go through what they went through. So my feelings aren't as valid. Like coming into a relationship with you, I felt like, you know, certain feelings, oh, you're wrong for feeling that or that that's stupid. Like, why would you feel like that? So then I just wouldn't say anything because I feel like my feelings are stupid. And then I try to like, you know how like when you feel something and you feel like it's not right, you try to like make excuses 
for why you would feel that way. And it's like, well, you only feel like that because of this. So that doesn't really count. You know what I mean? Yep. I had to unlearn that in order to be vulnerable with you because it kind of, it kind of bled into every aspect of our relationship, which I didn't realize until I started trying to unpack those feelings of, I guess, rejection. Like I didn't want my feelings to be rejected, even though I didn't think that he was going to reject my feelings, but it's like, I just, I, that had happened to me before. So I'm like, I'm not going to share my feelings if he's just going to be like, why would you feel that way? And I'm like, well, I don't know. So then I'm just like, well, I don't know what to do with that. So I just keep it to myself. But I had to unlearn doing that because I wouldn't express how I felt about like anything. Like if I was upset with you, I wouldn't know how to express it. Or if I was happy about something, I wouldn't know how to express it. If I'm surprised or excited, don't know how to express it. So it's like you weren't getting any emotion from me at all. Like even if I'm happy, like I noticed that if I was happy about something, like if I like something, I'll like be half smiling, trying to hide my smile. This, I was talking to my cousin about this the other day, about how just in our family in general, and this is no disrespect to my family, no shade to y'all, I love y'all. But in my family, it's like, we don't really have emotionally vulnerable moments. Like, I don't see a lot of my family members, I don't see them cry. I don't see them upset about things. Like, if there are things going on, they happen, but I don't know. I've never seen it. I just hear about it, you know? So it's like, I've never been, I've never had to be open about, you know, conflict or how to emotionally unpack things you know what i mean not until i met cam and his family is like the total opposite they talk about their feelings all the time and like ask me about my feelings like how do, what do you think about this how do you feel about this and i'm like uh uh i don't know <laughs> i don't know it's just interesting i've had to unlearn how i um ex expressed myself prior to because before i like i said i was just really defensive and didn't really want to get deep into my feelings i'd just be like you know putting on this strong face and this is like kind of a tangent, but not really. But when Melissa was talking about the broken promises of the purity movement or whatever, she was talking about how um, growing up, we're always taught, you know, not to think about sex, talk about sex, have sex and all of that. You just weren't, I just grew up not doing that, like not talking. So that is also, it also affected my sexual relationship with you too. So it just, yeah. Yeah, it's somebody, I think somebody also said it was like, like how to communicate things with your spouse that like you've never had to do before, you know? Yeah. Like for many of us that have grown up like we have in a Christian household, I know some of y'all be getting tired of us talking about, oh yeah, all y'all do is talk about the Bible and Jesus. Sorry, <laughs> not sorry, but. <laughs> not sorry. The, the way we grew up is like, Nope, we don't grow up talking about, well, when you do get married, this is how you express how you want yeah. to be pleased sexually. Like, right. But psych. I mean, I feel like those aren't really even things that people who don't grow up in a Christian home talk about. Like, not in a, I'm not not in a healthy but way. But I'm just saying. I'm, I'm just I never saying. heard it yeah. in a, anybody. Like, even with, like, in middle school or high school, like, when people talk about sex, they don't talk about how to express what you want or you know what i mean like they just be like hey bro i hit it and it was good when you haven't had to do something before and it's your first time having to do it and be vulnerable or be open or be transparent mm -hmm. 
with someone that you deeply, deeply care about. And it's like, okay, how do I, like you, you want to do it in the most perfect way possible. Yeah. And you don't want to hurt their feelings and you don't want to. Yeah. You don't want to hurt their feelings or you want the moment to be perfect. Like, you know, you're having your first argument, like, oh, I don't want to, you know, I don't want to cuss them out or I don't want to, it's like, it's just, there are so, so many first time moments that you don't like, you could, you only have a first time for the first time. Yeah. So it sets the tone. It really does. So like unlearning behaviors or, or expressing yourself, like there are so many things that it's just like, it's, it's a challenge. And that's, that's why I believe, you know, marriage is so beautiful because you're constantly learning, you're constantly growing, you're constantly challenging each other and you're constantly challenging yourself to be better because like, like we said, if like, if you're not, if you're not growing, right. And I feel like even though I've had to unlearn certain things, I'm still unlearning because you're, you're kind of, it's never ending. It's never ending because you're kind of wired a certain way once you get to a certain age. And then do you know how hard it is to unlearn habits and behaviors that you've been doing your entire life? So there's certain things, like even with me being emotionally vulnerable with Cam, like it's still not easy like it's not just like i just open up and say whatever i feel all the time like sometimes i actually have to consciously make an effort to be like okay i kind of want to talk to you about this or something you know what i mean because i don't want to um i don't i don't want to (laughs) i I never really want to talk about how i feel about something if i know that it's hard to talk about you know so like even with bringing things up to him or like if it's something that i'm frustrated about I have to like literally pray about it first and be like, okay, if I should say something, God, let him say something so that like he'll bring it up. And this is for those of you who don't know, if y'all just be praying in tongues all the time and you don't talk to God like this, I don't know. But this is how I talk to God, okay? Uh, I'd be like, now, Lord, if this is what I need to happen. So if, if this is something you think we should talk about, let him bring it up first. Like let him say something that might bring it up and then remind me to say something and I'll be like, okay, this is my exit. This is where I turn left. And then I'll say it like this. Okay. So if you want us to talk about it, then that's, that's, that's what needs to happen. Cause otherwise, you know, I'm not going to bring it up. So like, you should probably like get him to say something. So then I can say something and every single time it works, but, but that, that could, that could also be like a lesson to someone on like, when's the best time to bring something up? Well, well pray about it. I'm going to just let you know right now. I never bring things up just because I want to bring it up. I always have to, there, there always has to be a segue. Like if Cam don't bring it up, if it's something difficult, I'll be like, I ain't, I ain't even say nothing. But if it's something that I've been like really like needing to talk to me about, I'd be like, all right, God, you got to help me out with this one. Throw me a curveball so I can hit it. You know what I'm saying? I'm not just going to swing at the air because then it ain't going to hit nothing. <laughs> Did you have to unlearn anything else? Was that the only thing? Those are the, those are the two ones I that like, I can like really like, and like being considerate as well. I, I feel like that, you're that kinda, so considerate though. Well, it's, it's easier doing something. I mean, <laughs> this is about to sound so bad. It's easier doing it for you because I love you and I want to make you happy and, and seeing you smile and, you know, doing little things for you. Uh, most of the time, let's be, let's be, let's be honest. Let's be clear. Uh, most of the time I enjoy it, but like, I feel like the only thing that you've kind of, why am I coming for you? I feel like the only thing that I, that you needed to be considered more considered about was just like letting me know things. Right. That's what I'm saying. I never liked doing that because your dad 
always yeah, asked. Growing up, yeah. like when I graduated college and then I, I, I moved back home. So I was, we love I graduated you, college. <laughs> he's not going to hear this, hear this, but, love, but we still, love you, he might, he, Mom might watch it and be like, oh. Cameron, why but did you say that? <laughs> I, when I was in, in college, I didn't live in a dorm. We had apartments. So I, I had been used to living in an apartment. And then I moved back home after graduation. And now, obviously, you living in somebody's house. You drive in the car that they bought you. Yeah. If they ask you to pick something up on your way home from kicking it with your homies or whatever, whatever, you may not want to do it, but you hey, kind of have to. Hey, and Dad, like, I'm going to be home at this hour. Like, I disliked, I don't like checking in. I don't like, because I'm not going to remember all the time. Yeah. I don't like checking in. I don't like, uh, oh yeah, here, this is what I, I don't like giving people my schedules and all of that. I, I don't like that. Thank God for, uh, and so, location services. Yeah, I've had to learn and I'm still learning. And even, even though we have systems and stuff like that set up, she'll still call me and be like, Hey, where you at? I be like, my location is, is, <laughs> Always on. You, you know where I'm my at. Location. I literally say that. She'll call me. Where you at? You know where I'm at. I know, but like sometimes I just want you to like let me know exactly what you're doing, so I know exactly when you're coming home, so that I know when I'm supposed to eat. That's really all it ever is. Is yeah, when am I supposed to eat? You could skip the 17 additional questions that you're gonna ask and get to that main question because you know me. If I see PGA Superstore on the location thing, then I know he's at the PGA Superstore. But if I see you on the highway. I don't know where you where you're going, so I gotta ask. But that's different, though. Hey, what time are you gonna be home? Cause I'm hungry. You never do that. Hey, where you at? Where you at? <laughs> I gotta start with where you at. Oh, what you doing? Oh, how long that's gonna take? <laughs> well, when are you gonna be home? Cause I'm hungry. Like that's she could have just got straight to the end. <laughs> I didn't want to start with that. I wanted to kind of you give you some conversation the, you first. I try to, to butter you up a little bit. Here's the thing about me. You don't have to butter me up because I already know. Nine times out of ten, when You're people call buttery. me, like literally in my head, I'll be like, what you want? But I do that too because I don't want to be rude. I don't want to just come straight out the gate. And I'll be like, hey, how you doing? Listen, I, I hit you with the back-to-back. <laughs> hey, how you doing? Listen, I need the graphic by tomorrow. <laughs> Hey, how's it going, bro? Oh man, hope your day's going well, man. That's I feel crazy. like you do that. You do that with people who you haven't talked to in a while. Like you don't have to do that with me because we talk all day. I don't so. do that with you. I'm not going to do that. Hey, boo, love you, girl. Yeah. Oh, you could. I'm not doing that. Just not gonna happen. <laughs> it's not a requirement, but half the time when I call and text you, where you at? You don't respond. So sorry. Moms and wives just Shh. be on that phone all day. You're Can't loud. answer when your husband You're call you. You're my business. I don't <laughs> like that. Okay. Well, anyways, what what were we saying? What was the I was talking about? about being considerate. Oh, like I've had but to, you're considerate. I've had to learn. I've had to learn. Like, hey, babe, I'm on my way home. You need anything? Or hey, I'm going here. Hey, I'm gonna be in this city. Like, I've I've learned that over time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've learned that. But some people, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mostly, like, the things that I've learned are more just about being an adult in general or had to unlearn was, like, things that don't really have anything to do with our relationship, if that makes sense. Not necessarily. Like, they don't really, like, have to do with you in particular. Because I feel like, I mean, other than my, my communication skills, 
I feel like I feel like I've done all right <laughs> at being a wife. Um, but as being an adult, huh, huh, a lot of things I've had to un unlearn, a lot of habits that I that I have that I'm struggling with to this. Being day, an adult is tough. Being an adult is really hard. That has been the hardest part of life in general. Like I don't, I honestly don't think our marriage has been that hard for me. It's really just all the adulting stuff that I complain to you about all the time that I just, I don't like any of it. It's really trash. Oh, it's tough. It's because really trash. These are the things that society, school, education, college should be teaching us, but they don't. I feel like the one thing I got right was the marriage part. Everything else, I'm really having a hard time. It's because we had, Send a solid, help. we had a solid and firm foundation in regards Send to that. Send help. You're the one thing in life that is not hard for me. Isn't that, isn't that crazy? Like the things that we were well prepared for, we, not to say we have the best, greatest marriage ever, but I think our marriage is pretty dope. I think our marriage but is like, great. <laughs> we had a great Compared found, to some of the other we marriages we had a great foundation. We're, we're and doing imagine amazing. if we would have had the same thing in, in relation to credit, in relation to real estate, in relation to stocks We'd and be bonds, golden. in relation to CDs and, and certificates, in relation to life insurance. Uh, I mean, just all of these things, of buying these things. property, buying homes. I mean, they, right. they was teaching us how to write in cursive. Why? For what? <laughs> like, I. Uh, they were teaching us Y equals MX plus B. When? No, I use that. When? I use that at work. You do? I use that for work every. This is a revelation. I use that for work. What do you use it for? Please week. explain. I'm sorry. This is a tangent. Please explain. You really use that? Yeah. We there use it for go. customer reports. I really like when you talk smart, so you got to show me later. Well, look, man, oh we're God, not going to belabor the time. Shorter and shorter every week. We're not going to belabor the time. Listen, guys, we appreciate you guys. Listen, if you haven't already, go watch the previous episode of Everything Is We. It's good. It'll bless you. Also, if you haven't already, subscribe to our Patreon. We got exclusive stuff going on over there. We had an exclusive giveaway. Exclusive. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's exclusive. Don't talk about it because it's exclusive. Patreon members, we appreciate you guys. We love you guys. We appreciate all of you that support and subscribe to the channel. Because without you, we'd still be us. We just <laughs> <laughs> we, we just have. Let's be know, clear. Uh, just less of you watching. But uh, truly, 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 honestly, we appreciate all the love and the support. It still amazes me. Somebody was asking me the other day. like, man, like, like, why? Like, why? Why didn't you think the podcast? I'm like, man, I just don't wake up and expect folks to just like and, and support and love we everything arrived. we do. All right. We just, just wake up. Oh, yeah, I know this going to succeed. I don't know. Especially because of the stuff we talk about. I mean, like, who talks yeah, about Christianity right. on a podcast? Right. Listen, we are under attack. Okay. I just We're don't expect anything. Days. Okay. But hey, we really, really do appreciate you guys. We love you guys. The support has been amazing. We really enjoy doing this like y'all vicky was like low-key sad and depressed when we had to take a leave of absence oh my to god some I personal was. family matters and I like was. she was like going through it's like hey it's okay like because we're, this is the first time we're grieving this is the first time that i've been excited to do something in a long time i was burnt out on youtube and i was like i don't know what else i want to do with this i was contemplating deleting my whole channel and then I came across this idea with you and I was like, wow, this is great. And it's actually something I enjoy doing mm. because it's with you. And I was sad when I missed a week because my consistency was doing really good. And when I fall off, then yeah, 
beat myself up pretty bad about things. It's okay. I've had to unlearn beating myself up. It's okay, babe. That's something I've had to, um, that don't got nothing to do with our relationship. It's okay. But I've had to unlearn beating myself up about things. Mm. Yep, there it is. There it is. You're turning red from your back. <laughs> Shout out to our dog, Gigi, for being good this whole episode. I mean, she ain't barked one. Nothing. She ain't been chilling. licking her booty hole. I mean, she just been acting. Just chilling, great. laying there, being quiet. So, I love hey, it. once I love again. Her. Like, comment, subscribe. Once again, leave comments. We love the feedback. We love hearing from you guys, whether some of y'all be saying crazy stuff or not. We appreciate it. Uh, listen, leave that thumbs up. For some reason, the YouTube algorithm likes that. So smash the like button. Hit the notification bell if you want to be notification gang so you can get all of the Everything is Sweet podcast updates every Friday when they upload. Mm -hmm. Okay? Mm -hmm. And follow us on Instagram. Subscribe on the podcast. Subscribe on the podcast, Apple, Google, Anchor, Spotify. Oh, check out our interview that we did with XO Nicole. XO Nicole, shout out to them. We did an interview with them about everything is we and our arranged marriage and how we met and how we started the podcast and all of that stuff. So if you guys like interviews. I thank the writer who interviewed us for not twisting words and creating different yeah, narratives. Thank we you appreciate you. We appreciate it. Super dope. All right. Big things, man. Big things are happening. And uh, all right, that's my final closing. We love you guys. Peace.